A.J. Dillon, last year's second-round pick for the green and gold. What will they do one week from tonight when this year's NFL draft gets underway? Joining us now, it's been too long since we've heard his voice here on Wisconsin's Morning News. He is the voice of the Green Bay Packers. You just heard him there, Wayne Larravee. All right, Wayne, we're a week away. The Packers weren't able to do too terribly much in free agency because of their salary cap situation. What do they need? What directions do you think they're going to go in this year's NFL draft? Well, you know, they, they were able to retain much of what they uh, had last year. So, you know, their needs are pretty evenly spread across the board when you look at it. You could see them going any number of directions. And a lot of it depends on uh, who falls to them late in the draft or will they move up to get a player. Or they could even trade back. So this is wide open as far as that goes. The need seems to be for a backup wide receiver, a number two wide receiver in some circles. Others say, no, you got to go with a DB. There's also push for an inside linebacker. What does your inner GM tell you what to do, Wayne Larrabee? Yeah, this draft is pretty deep at cornerback and wide receiver. Uh, not very deep on the defensive line. Uh, the edge rushers are not what they've been in the past in terms of uh, potential and ability level early in the draft. I think you're going to see a run on quarterbacks, obviously. Uh, but, you know, what's interesting about the draft is you look at some of the mock drafts, and, uh, you know, these people are having trouble getting defensive players into the top ten. So that's going to be interesting to see. The Packers may have their pick very late in the first round, uh, of a couple of these important positions, but I think a cornerback, uh, inside linebacker, difference maker at inside linebacker are, are certainly needs, uh, but again, you have to judge the Packers' approach by the Ron Wolf rule because it's still Ron Wolf's uh, uh, scouting department. It's, they still operate under the Ron Wolf philosophy, and, and in that regard, you, you don't take um, interior offensive linemen in the first round. You don't take usually linebackers in the first round inside linebackers. Backers. I mean, you know, you usually save that for the first round for your cornerbacks and your edge rushers and your offensive tackles and people like that. Wayne, last year's draft obviously had a pretty profound impact on how Aaron Rodgers feels about his future with the organization just based on the, the first round pick and, you know, drafting Jordan Love and trading up to do so. Uh, what message do you think the Packers are going to send this year to Aaron Rodgers? Is that something they have to keep in mind during the draft or do they just have to operate by kind of a best player available philosophy? No, I think they'll operate how they normally do, the best player available. And uh, even last year, Brian Gutekun said by the time they got around to picking in the first round, Jordan Love was their highest-rated player on their board. Now, you have to understand, all these teams, all 32 teams, evaluate players and have different needs, but everything is different. Um, you know, And we in the media study these guys for three or four weeks or months. Um, you have to understand, personnel departments in the NFL study these guys for years, not months, years. Wayne, why do you think the Packers haven't touched Aaron Rodgers' contract yet? It obviously would have freed up some salary cap space if they had done so uh, to create wiggle room in free agency. What's your read on that whole situation? I think, you know, you have to also consider where the Packers are not just this year, but next year. Uh, next year they will be in a situation with their salary cap very similar to this year, um, and I think maybe that's what they're waiting for, to rework that contract next year, along with uh, you know, doing uh, Devontae Adams. They're going to have to do a contract with him, you would imagine. And so there are several. I think they've allowed themselves some flexibility going into the near future. Yeah, the Packers seem to be very good at keeping some of their own people. For all the complaints we hear about not signing any free agents, they do keep their guys as they become available, one of them being Aaron Jones. And that would seem to show a real commitment to the running game. They like what they have in him and Dylan, and maybe taking some of the pressure off of Aaron Rodgers moving forward. More run game, less reliance on the pass. 
Yeah, I, I think, Gene, the thing with Aaron Jones is, is the trick of the whole thing is to keep your playmakers, you know. That's what you have to do. Um, Aaron Jones is a playmaker. He scores touchdowns for you. Uh, you've got to find a way to keep a guy like that. Furthermore, you know, the Packers have um, a salary cap that is very tight because they've drafted well and paid their own people primarily. Now, they did have that one year, uh, two years ago, when they dipped into free agency heavily. But beyond that, uh, the Packers are paying guys like Aaron Rodgers uh, top-of-the-line money, David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones now. And you go on down the list, and they're going to have to pay um, certainly Devontae Adams again, and he's got a top-of-the-line contract right now. But even in the future, he'll he'll require more money. And you also look at um, you know some of these other guys that uh, they have coming up uh, under contract that they're going to need to get done next year. So um, the New England Patriots spent $100 million in free agency because they drafted poorly the last five years. The Packers, that's not the case for them. Uh, they've done a lot of work to try to keep their own because they've drafted well and they're worth keeping. Wayne, did you catch any of the quarterback on Jeopardy? And if so, what did you think? I thought he was great. I, thought I watched it all, and I thought he was very natural, especially the second week. He was just, I thought he was great. He, he could easily do that show. There's no question about it, and I think that show would do well to have him. Yeah, like Jim Peck said, he made the job look too easy. He blew the secret for every game show host. He said, once you learn the rules in 10 minutes, it's not that hard of a gig. And he made it look so natural. That's Aaron Rodgers. That's how he works. Voice of the Bankers, Wayne Larrabee, joining us live on WTMJ. Thank you so much, sir. Okay, guys. Have a good one.